This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, welcome on in. It is the final out, sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Jack Fritz hanging out with you. Reacting to the Phils losing three of four to the Atlanta Braves and having to watch the Atlanta Braves celebrate on our home ballpark. And and listen, I, I, I understand it's probably customary, but like I, I don't need to see a big graphic on the scoreboard. Uh, congratulating the Atlanta Braves on winning the NL East. I don't need to see it. They, like the, the Astros did it last year for the Phillies. Why would the Astros care about the Phillies? Like I just, you don't have to do it. I, I understand it's it's like oh you know being good sports. I don't want to be good sports. Okay, I, I have no interest in being good sports with that baseball team because they just kicked their ass. And and I, I know some games were close and they easily could have taken three or four if things went differently. But once again, little mistakes. Add up, and the Braves just freaking capitalize every single time. Welcome on in. Let's get. To, I mean, that's the biggest takeaway of the game. Brought to you by Morgan and Morgan. Um, and it, it's it's been a continued thing. I mean, it's again outside of the NLDS last year. That's been the story of the Phillies versus the Braves. Is the Phillies are close. They're close. They're right there. They just don't make enough winning plays, and, and that's the difference between these two teams. Again, Phillies won the, in the in the postseason last year. It was unbelievable. Wouldn't trade it for the world. But that doesn't erase what has been you know the last four years, and the Phillies have really tried to start competing. Um, and they're just they are just a machine. I mean that that is what they are. And I hate the Braves out of pure jealousy. I mean I mean they are. A well-oiled machine. They have great young talent that are homegrown. That you know they've got under contract for seemingly ever. They make smart trades for Matt Olson. They they're just they're a well-oiled machine. And the Phillies, you know, they the reality of their situation was they had to to, to buy their way to to play catch up with them. Um, and, but we sit here again and and they're NLE's champs. 
and they're they're celebrating on your home turf, and that just was, with what three weeks left to go in the season, that sucks. I mean that like the fact that the Phillies are the the one seed in the wild card and are sixteen games out of the NL East. I mean that is just massive. It's just absolutely massive. Now hopefully. The Braves cool off. They get these, these, these they kind of coast these last three weeks, even though they really can't because they have to make sure they get the one seed, whatever. And then maybe they're a little flat heading into the postseason. I don't know. Uh, but having to sit there and and watch the Braves celebrate on our field, having Ronald Acuna mocking the fans, love that. Um, it's it stinks. It hurts. And I hope that I I I, I hope that they watch that tonight. And use as motivation. The Phillies were not running down the Braves. That's not the point. But if you can use what you saw on the field last night or tonight as like this burning Jonathan Gannon-esque fire in your gut, good. Like maybe it's a good thing uh, because I don't know how you're a Phillies player and you see that happening and it doesn't irk you inside. And if it doesn't irk you inside, probably have the wrong guys. So I hope that they are, are sick in the clubhouse tonight. I hope that they watch the celebration. I hope they drive home a little mad and are ready to go take care of business out in St. Louis because it's time to reflip that switch. It, it, it's it's enough of the nonsense. Like I understand you're 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 going to make the playoffs. We don't have to back into it again. We, we we don't have to do that nonsense again where we have to rely on other teams uh, collapsing down the stretch here. So you get in. The, the Phillies are in a good spot. They're they're three games up. The Cubs lost again tonight. The uh, Diamondbacks are down late. Like at worst case, they're probably they're, I think well whatever. They're a game and a half up on the Cubs. So it, it's not a, a total disaster. But how about we 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 extend rather than keep sweating this thing out? Let's stop joking around. Lock in and go earn a spot. You've earned it for a majority of the season. Don't start doing this nonsense now. I, I think it, it, it's it's the second straight September it's happened here. Uh, I mean, with this group, it's like the fifth straight overall. We don't have to do this. You you are so much better than how you're playing right now. You lost five of your last seven at home. Five of your last seven off of what was a magical magical month of August, five of seven at home. That cannot happen. That is a place that is, that is supposed to uplift, not, uh, not a place that, that teams are going to come into and feel comfortable playing in. Brandon Marsh talked uh, what, mid-August about how we had to protect Citizens Bank Park. Well, they didn't do that. Uh, the crowds last couple nights have been pretty disappointing. I understand kids are going back to school uh, with like a, a little PSA to the school system. We are in a in a race for the playoffs. Like maybe you know, maybe uh, start school a little bit later. Like we have a job to do as a fan base. If we can get the the ballpark filled again, much appreciated. Also, just going to point this out: the vibe of the ballpark has not been the same since the Eagles' chance. Um, that for some reason I have to hear in close games in the eighth. And to reiterate my point for the millionth time, if I was a player on the team, I would feel a certain way about it. Not going to let that ruin my night. But five of seven at home. Is is quite disappointing. Uh, lifeless tonight. They had Spencer Strider on the ropes early, and really, um, you know, 
some of the other big takeaways are that um, the the offense, while it's been one of the best in baseball and, and actually the best in baseball since August 1st, a lot of that is aided because Schwarber, Turner, and Harper have been out of control, just on fire. Schwarber had a bad series, but besides that, he's been really, really good. Um, but you're starting to see little things that were going on in the beginning of the season that were leading to the inconsistencies at the plate, which are chasing and extending the strike zone and not putting together competitive at-bats. Uh, I think about Alec Baum. Brandon Marsh, even Stotty. Uh, and Stott's not someone who usually has been doing this. Had the big home run last night, but it seems like he's been extending the zone. Obviously, Nick Cassianos, JT Real Muto. Like, those guys are all in a little bit of an offensive funk right now. I think Schwarber, Turner, and Harper have, have masked that in a way. But those guys, you're seeing more chase, more swing and miss. I feel like we've seen a lot of strikeouts. That stuff's got to get knocked off. It's it, it you you only play what three remaining games against teams over 500. How do you lose to bad teams? You chase. So they have to relock back in, reignite a spark, and get this thing turned around before it, it gets real tight around here. They are still in a fine position. They are three games up. It would take a lot for these opposing teams to to jump the Phillies but they are in a position where they can just freaking end it. And that's what I need them to do. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. If you're leaving the ballpark, we'd love to hear from you. Um, if you're just at home reacting to the game, we'd love to hear from you as well. Uh, it, this is, it's, it's a frustrating series. Uh, uh, you know, it, the, 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 <laughs> the tough part about September baseball is the first four months of the season – you are saying to yourself, it's a long season. They got time, and and, and and don't worry about the fills. And then it feels like the second that September hits, it's like, oh, bleep. Like, the intensity level ratchets up. I feel it. I mean, I I, I treat game one like I treat game 162 or, 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 or I do postseason games, so it's a little bit different. But, like, the the angst and the anxiety I have when they're starting to, to to do this thing where they're, they're losing series, like that Marlins series, they're, they've lost five of seven at home. It, like, I just, I, I need that to be nipped in the bud as fast as possible so we can just take all that tension away and can, can get refocused on going on another run here. I know that last year it was very similar. It was very similar where they backed in and then bang, they got hot. That's not the most fun way to go about this thing. So um, they have to, I mean, obviously the ovations, the no hitter, uh, a lot of games at home, a lot of bad teams at home really ignited this team in August and carried them through. And that momentum was, was palpable. You have to hope it didn't peak too early and you have to hope that they can, they can recreate that magic. Because right now, um, it's a little bit concerning. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. That's my biggest takeaway of the game. Brought to you by Morgan & Morgan, America's largest injury firm. Dan in Harrisburg leads us off tonight. What's happening, Dan? Jack, it's, it's great to talk to you. You know, your final out shows are like therapy sessions, especially after losses. But this is so tough because all we did was ask for a split, and we were denied. 
But as someone just like you, whose mood is really based off whether or not the Phillies win, I'm starting to kind of get beyond the this is just baseball and there will be rough patches mindset. And I think what's most frustrating to me right now is really two things. Number one, which is something you've been talking about since August of last year, even before we went on the run, and that is we expect more from this team. I absolutely expect more, especially after they could easily be five or six games up in the wild card right now. And Mm -hmm. that's a pipe dream after these two close losses. The second thing I'm struggling with is I feel like it's September. You said this. I feel like it's September last year where we're just limping along and we're all waiting for that moment where the Phillies let us down. And after all the highs these years, and there have been some pretty amazing ones, I couldn't stand that result, especially as these fans have come back, they've packed the bank, and the city came back to winning baseball just like you thought they would. It's, it's, it brings tears to my eyes, and it's, it's honestly it's, it's hard to watch. I, I, to sum it up, Jack, I, I, I hate to say this, but after losing five of the last seven and a few of them in epic fashion, I'm getting that old feeling back that I'm just awaiting major disappointment these games are not fun right now, and I, I uh, can't relax watching them. Not and they, at all. I feel like they need to take five of the next six or seven, and I hate that we're back at that point. So like you said, let's flip the switch and let's stop the nonsense. Please, Jack, I know we can. I know we can. I, I think so, too, Dan. I appreciate the call and, and, and the kind words about uh, about final out. Because, like, listen, this is, this is my therapy session, too, as we kind of work our way through this thing. I mean, that's – it's where we're at. I mean, it's it's frustrating. The Braves are, are a really good team. They are, I mean, you don't do what they've done uh, in the NL East the last couple of years. You don't win the World Series. You don't have, you know, the division wrapped up on September 13th. Like, it's it's out of full respect for the Braves. It's, it sucks. I, I don't love seeing them celebrate on the on, on our home field. I don't love the the big graphic that, that of them winning the division. Like, that, that, that doesn't sit well with me. Um and what made it even more frustrating was, I mean, the Phillies didn't get killed. You know, they could have came back in game one on Monday. They won game two on on, on Monday. They could have won last night. And, and tonight, like, they ran to Spencer Strider. And, and Spencer Strider is my uh, player of the game, brought to you by South Jersey Gas, committed to providing safe, reliable, affordable natural gas. Make the switch at southjerseygas.com slash love my home. I mean, he was brilliant. I mean, they, they had a chance early. They were... Um, you know, they, they had him throw what, like almost 40 pitches in the first inning and then bang, they just, they just started giving away at bats and that's what they did early in the season. And while they got into the rut that they were in is like, they just gave it away, you know, just chasing all over the place. Like just, just calm down and work the pitcher into the strike zone, have a plan, have an approach. Um and and they just didn't do that tonight and that's when they're that's when they're at their worst. I mean that's when they're not playing um sound offensive baseball. I mean that that's the frustrating point. So um you know I don't know they're they're three games up. It's it's frustrating that they're they're doing this nonsense again. Um it's just it's just time to knock it off again. Last to finish out the year, they go at St. Louis. St. Louis, we know what they've been this year. Whatever, like. Two or three minimum. Then you go to Atlanta. I, I wonder. I, I just wonder how the Braves kind of play out the string here. I know they still have to uh, compete for the, the 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 one seed, but you know you get at, at Atlanta, and then you, you're home for four against the Mets and home for three against the Pirates after that before you go and and finish out the season in New York. So like again, the the Braves series is the last series you have against a team over 500. Figure it out, flip the switch, play good baseball, lock in, and, and don't make these next two weeks 
super stressful in the fan base because it, it, I don't need it right now. I don't think a lot of us need it right now. 215-592-9494 is how you get it in if you're leaving the ballpark. On the other side, the one thing that we did learn tonight uh, that is becoming more and more clear, and hopefully, hopefully, the organization is paying attention. We'll get to that and more of your phone calls coming up next. It's Jack Fritz here on The Final Out. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome on back. It's Jack Fritz hanging out here on the final out. Sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Uh, 215-592-9494 is how you get in. That's Rob Thompson this morning. On with the morning show, talking about his playoff rotation. A little bit of a leading question by Joe Camera Buzz. I mean, a little leading, I'd say. Um, but the fact of the matter is that I mean, he said that Tyler Walker, as of right now, is in his postseason rotation. And I, I just – I would be utterly floored if, if they get into a game four situation and it's they get out of the wild card, God forbid – and they are in a postseason series, <laughs> and they legitimately think turning to Tyon Walker at this point is a better a better idea than turning to Chris Sanchez. Chris Sanchez is really good tonight. I, I know you'll see the four run runs and be like, ah, was he really that good? He, he went seven and a third. He pitched into the eighth. There was two bleeders in the one inning that you know were, were if they go a different way, he allows two runs. Um, yeah, Austin Riley hit a ball seven thousand feet. Like that's what he does. He's 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 he matches the baseball. Um but but Christopher Sanchez, like he struck out ten tonight. The only other pitcher in baseball this year to strike out ten plus Braves in a game was Zach Wheeler. Like I just don't know. I, I guess I just I can't understand what else we need to see here from Christopher Sanchez to where we're like, he should start a playoff game. I, and and, it, and if he and if he closes out the series or closes out the the season well, um I mean, maybe he pitches a game before Ranger, and we'll see like, how those two kind of toggle back and forth down the stretch here. But I just – this whole dismissal and, and, you know, Friday night pulling Christopher Sanchez because of innings or pitch limits or third time through, and then tonight he's going over 100 pitches and pitching into the eighth. Like, what's that? How does that add up? Well, if it so, was, I was just say, if it wasn't already the consensus opinion, I think more and more people are starting to go to your side, especially after tonight. My well, takeaway, people are late, Buzz. You know, well, well be some people are late. I understand. Uh, and I understand, yes, you're Mr. <laughs> uh, leader within this well, fan base. Well, listen, someone's got a lead around here. But I'm just saying, like, well, I would prefer it be Rob Thompson because I actually, my takeaway on this is I actually don't like that he said it. And I understand that he's usually, like, a pretty open and honest guy. And especially in these interviews with The Morning Show, he usually, you know, gives pretty good answers. He said already that Nola's is number two. Now he's given out the whole rotation, leading question or not. We know that sometimes he makes managerial decisions not always best, like analytically, but because he cares about players' egos and you know their confidence and things like that. Is he like, in my opinion, he's now less likely to go to Taiwan Walker at the end of the season and be like, "Hey, I know on September 13th I named you in the playoff rotation. Now you're out." Like, what? Like, you could so easily just get out of it and be like, "We'll worry about that in two weeks. It's anyone's job." 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree, and and he probably does have a tougher time going to Taiwan and saying, "Listen, you're out." But I, I I would I would just hope that we're not using. There's two things that I hope here. One, I hope we're not using the contract as a justification for it because I think that's insane. And the second thing that I hope is that we're not trying to to use his faulty win stat and say, "Well, they score runs for him as a reason why." he should start a playoff game. Like I had to go into a playoff game hoping that Taiwan can allow less than five runs because the Phillies apparently score for him. Like that's not a good strategy. Could you imagine if they scored for Christopher Sanchez and they didn't trot out Dylan Covey instead of him? He'd have 30 wins. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> if Taiwan can get 15 yeah, I mean, pitching Tom, like this. Tom Walker, Evan, whatever, how many ever wins he has is it's so it just it's, proves how irrelevant the win stat is. Uh, of course. Of course. So, uh, Christian Sanchez, I, I think he's continuing to pitch his way into a playoff rotation. I, I did not like Rob Thompson's answer this morning, and I hope it's something that they 100% reconsider because I don't know how you can use your eyeballs and, and tell me that Christopher Sanchez is not a better option in a playoff start uh, than Tyler Walker. I mean, Tyler Walker, every time he goes out there, it, it's freaking it's, – it's a minimum of four runs right now. A minimum. And he's walking the ballpark. He's hitting guys, splitters all over the place. He doesn't have it. He doesn't have it. And maybe they're thinking, okay, Tywin Walker, you know, he has no shot at pitching well out of the bullpen, so we'll put Chris Sanchez and Michael Lorenz in there. I don't care. Like, like that, that's not – again, I want my guy who's taking the ball in, in the first inning giving me the best chance to win rather than, I don't know, trying to piggyback this thing. No shot. No shot. So, um, again – Christopher Sanchez, I mean, you can count pretty much on one hand. Less than one hand. Three times, I believe, this year he's gotten hit around a little bit and allowed more than, like, the three earned runs. I mean, come on. Enough. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. James is leaving the stadium. What's happening, James? Hey, calling in. Yeah, great show. Uh, you know, I guess I'm in the car with my son, Nick. It was his 10th birthday. We're kind of bummed about the game. One run. We only got one run. We're swinging at first pitches. I totally agree with you that I don't. We got to get locked in with the hits. We got to see more pitches. I I think they the other teams got great scouting reports against Schwarber. You know he's getting a first pitch strike. Uh, you know I I just think the bats got to come alive a little more. I, what happened to Stott seeing like eleven pitches, nine pitches in a, in a, in an at bat? Like I think he's swinging too early all the time. So one run, we got to get yep. some more bats going. Well, uh, and I appreciate the call, James. I think the, uh, I mean, again, they've been the best offense in baseball since August first. It was a bad night. They faced one of the best pitchers in baseball. Like I, I can't totally crush them. They did really well against the Braves pitching this series. Um, I know it took till later yesterday, but still, I mean, I, I just, I, they've had one bad offensive showing in the last week and a half, I believe. So, um, I, I think the, I think the off the off day is much needed tomorrow. They, they need a little bit of a reset. They'll be in St. Louis. So it's not like they will be, <laughs> there'll be much going on. Um, but yeah, it's just, I, I think that off day, give them a little bit of a breather. It was nice. I mean, you start looking for, for silver linings, it was nice they didn't have to use any of their big relievers tonight. Um, so I, I just it, – it's time. Like, we, we, we need to knock off this 
this like kind of laissez-faire we'll get in don't freak out like we just just for a week i'm just asking for a week just turn it on get get super ahead and and don't have this place getting tight around here that's what i can't deal with because these games are killing me like the tonight was a laugher i i never really believed they were getting back in the game strider was unreal whatever the last six games before tonight were just absolutely excruciating. I, I gave my again, I, I gave myself a headache last night. I, I mean, Friday night, blowing a two-run lead. Nola trying to give it away Saturday, blowing a two-run lead a Sunday, blowing a Harper home run on on Monday, uh, winning game two and making that tight. Last night, big home run late, lose that. Uh, like that's that's a lot of mental anguish, and if they could just get a little bit of a lead here and not have us having to worry about that stuff would be much appreciated. It's time. And frankly, it's been past time. Uh, Luke is in New Hampshire, but leaving the game. What's happening, Luke? Hey, Jack. Thanks for taking my call. Big fan of the High Hopes podcast. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. Yeah. So I'm just, I was at the game last night. I was at the game tonight. and just talking about vibes, difference between last year. Like it was a party, dancing on my own. Great time. I think this year, like, when Acuna hit that home run last night and he was doing the Fly Eagles fly and mocking everybody, I saw Harper, like, inching towards the Braves' dugout like he was about to fight them all. And I'm just thinking, like <laughs> – Kind of wish he would have, honestly. <laughs> like, just, that, just, just show a little bit of way, fight. Is that the way that we have to approach this the rest of the year and into sure. the playoffs? Like, it's a fight, man. Yeah, well, I guess, I guess here's my thing, Luke, is that it wasn't – the vibes weren't there at this point last year, though. You know what I mean? Like, this time last year was like, oh, my God, they're collapsing again. Uh, I mean, we still would have to go through a Cubs sweep. Uh, we still have to go through losing in game one to a Nationals team that was just dreadful last year at this point. So, you know, the vibes turned totally in in October and, and the ballpark. But, I mean... How the vibes this year rant? have definitely been way different than uh, than than last year at this time. How about another rant like you did after the Cubs sweep at the end of last December? How about that? Maybe we need one of those. <laughs> yeah, a little wake up call. Is it? Oh, yeah, that's it, man. You got it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate the call, Luke, and, and, yeah, and thank you for the kind words. Um, I just, <laughs> it's just so fun. It's 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 the fun. I mean, l- last year. October and going to the World Series really masked what happened in September. It was a, it was a tense month. And I know the Eagles were unbelievable at the beginning of last year, starting eight and zero. So like, not many people were locked in on September baseball, but it was it was just the worst. And I, I mean, I remember just losing it when they they got swept out in Chicago. It was it was not a. Fun- a fun time around here. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Don't do that again. Don't don't make us go through that again. Just just figure it out. Finish out the season. Go. I don't know. I would kill for for ten and six. Can I get ten and six? I don't know. But uh, do not need to go under five hundred the rest of the way. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. On the other side, we'll look ahead to this weekend and uh, much more before handing things off to Tom Kelly here on Sports Radio ninety four WIP. Yeah, that was Austin Riley off of Christopher Sanchez. Welcome on back. This is the final out sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. 
Uh, and that is our Mike's Amazing play of the game presented by Mike's Amazing, the official mayo, mustard, and vegetable oil. The Phillies, when they, when they went down 2 nothing, I was like, oh, good. You know, this is my, uh, this is my comfort spot. I feel good when they go down uh, early in games and go down 2 nothing. It's like, okay, this is when we usually come back. But it wasn't, it wasn't meant to be. And it just kind of, again, they had the right plan. They had the right approach. Against Spencer Strider, it was set up very well. I mean, almost 40 pitches in the first. Then they just gave up on it and just started flailing and chasing and, and not, you know, being rooted in their in their approach to the plate. And and it came back and backfired. Tons of strikeouts tonight. And it feels like the, the strikeouts are starting to mount again when, you know, for a good stretch there, they weren't. And, and they were doing their job, and and you saw the offense look much more consistent. Right now, what you're seeing from the offense is like, yeah, they're scoring runs, and they've been again a really really good offense in August or since August first. But it, it's it's a lot of the guys at the top doing most of that damage. So uh, maybe the elixir is is a trip out of St. Louis. I mean, uh, the this. Cardinals team is just pretty bad. I mean, they're 65 and 81. Offense still can strike a little bit of fear in you for sure. I mean, they still have some dudes, but that pitching staff is is just just not very good. Um, they they face Zach Thompson on Friday, who's been decent. You know, his ERA is in the three sevens, I believe, in his last uh, seven starts. So not terrible. It's Nola on the mound in like a game that you really need, which. Doesn't make me feel the most easy, for sure. And um, and by the way, uh, we'll be having a high hopes watch party on Friday night at Liberty Grounds in Fairmount. So we're having our first event in Philly, which is very very exciting. Liberty Grounds is an awesome awesome spot um, up in the Fairmount area, like right across the street from St. Joe's Prep. Um, a bunch of Pan Asian food, uh, Miller Lights on tap, of course, but uh, also 30, 30 uh, rotating taps of craft beers that are all hyper local. So, like, I, I don't think they go uh, like fifteen to twenty, or no, I think they have a thirty mile radius. They try to try to keep the beer local, but obviously Miller Light is uh, is there as well. So, uh, there's there'll be a mini golf tournament happening early, and then we'll watch the game and and hang out with everyone. So. If you're looking for something to do on Friday night, come on out to Liberty Grounds. Uh, Seltzer and I will be hanging out. I'm sure Buzz is coming, right? I mean, Buzz, you'll be there. It's, it's, a, it's a big night for the station, and, and your good friend Jack Fritz, so you're bringing all your friends, right? Oh, of course, yeah. I'm going to get the whole group <laughs> chat out. Uh, awesome. I've been known to play some uh, really competitive mini golf. I could see that. You yeah. seem like a mini golf. Right? I'm a huge mini golf guy. Yeah, because, I mean, because again, you seem like a big uh, not real sport guy. But you nail the carnival games. Oh, I'm a huge carnival game. I, I have never lost a game of Papa Shot in my life. I'm, I'm running I, you, with that so, story. Would you beat the camera? I, I would be willing to challenge the camera. I, I, I feel confident. All right. All right. Well, I look, I look forward I to seeing I might be that. more similar to the camera than I'm willing to admit. That's well, not good, necessarily good. I don't know if that's a good thing. Don't admit that in public. Um, he could be good at mini golf. I could see it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I play flip real flops golf. in the boardwalk or something like that. Like he's, exactly. he's definitely a flip flops boardwalk. Like, dad type of mini golf guy yeah he is i mean that's that's what he wears to to work every day now he's got the he makes sure his feet are showing which is great i really appreciate that um but either way friday night uh we'll be hanging out all night at liberty ground so hope everyone can make it out so nola versus zach thompson on friday again aaron don't think about it just just please <laughs> like you, you, you shoved last time against the cardinals 
don't do it again. Uh, or don't do what you've done the last couple of starts. It's a big start. Please just just end this little slide the Phillies have, uh, have been on. Ranger on the mound on Saturday versus Miles Michaelis. Again, M- Michaelis is just – his ERA is almost five this year. Like, come on. Uh, Dakota Hudson's terrible again. So it's Tyler Walker versus Dakota Hudson on Sunday. Like the Phillies are the pitching matchup or advantage in every single start. Go out there and win. It's enough of the nonsense. Brian is in Churchville. What's happening, Brian? Jack, what's happening, man? Well, it's not great. It's, it's just, it's not like having to be humbled by the Braves over and over and over again. It's just, it's a miserable existence. Yeah, no, that 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 is so true, and you you've laid it out extremely well this evening and and last evening. Um, yeah, I mean, look, let's start. They're 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 a tremendous team. Yes, we we, we know that, but um, yeah, the the manager, my goodness, Christopher Sanchez should be in a playoff rotation, as far as I'm concerned. Like he's mm-hmm. earned it. Period. <laughs> End of story. I mean, like, I, I don't – we can't be this whole, like, you guys got to go out and earn playoff spots and playoff rotation, you know, kind of situations. And then not hand to the guy who, if you really want to make the argument, and you can with, obviously, stats and whatever, he's been their second-best starter. I mean, he's been their second-best starter this year, Chris Sanchez. And I know you're not going to put him over Nola. You're not going to probably put him over Ranger. In no world should Tyron Walker take this, take the ball before him in a playoff start. No, no, I, I totally agree, and, and and you know, and I, I probably, and maybe I'm nuts, you know, and I love Aaron; he's been a great Philly, but I would probably put him over him as well. But you know, I, I get that thought process; you can't do that. But Tywan Walker, seriously, like I this know. guy's got no run support at all this year. He's for the most part, been tremendous. It's Dude, if he had Tywin Walker's run support, he might not have lost a game this year. I mean, he, like, like it's as simple as that. I mean, Tywin Walker is what, – what, what, let me hold on. What is his ERA on the year? His ERA is 4.3. I would say in the second half it's been well above that. It's been mostly uncompetitive, except the offense just bails him out and he pitches into the, what, fifth, sixth, and, 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 he's, and, and he gets credited with the win. It's a joke. Right. It, it really is. I'm mean, even tonight. I, I, look, they lost four to one. The offense didn't show up. You know, you, you can't expect them to score eight every night. Sanchez was excellent tonight for the most part. Like, what are they? What are they thinking? I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Yeah, I don't either. And I appreciate the call as always, Brian. Uh, Tom Walker in his last six starts has a five point seven three ERA. <laughs> Opponents are hitting have an. 815 OPS against them. 368 OBP. Can't happen. He cannot touch the ball in a playoff series right now. Cannot touch the ball. Tommy in Potsdam. What's happening, Tommy? Hey, how you doing, Jack? It's my doing well, man. How are you? I'm doing okay. Well, actually, no, I'm not doing okay. Nah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I lied. I lied. I'm not really doing that well. I'm trying to put on a brave <laughs> face. Um, I'm Well, first off, I want to say I'm a huge fan of the final out and also the um, high hopes podcast. Love Thank watching you, it. Um, Appreciate I have it. to say though, this was probably the most agonizing series I've watched probably all season. And it's so sad because we can beat Atlanta. We can split with them in Atlanta early in May. Yeah. But the problem is like offensively, we did pretty well besides tonight. The p- 
pitching, oh, it was brutal. Like, Zach Wheeler, it was just, mm, he could have done so much better. And Christopher Sanchez, it just sucks. Like, it's such a running theme for this season that he, he does really well, pretty decently, but the offense just doesn't show up. And I hope that with the celebrations that happened on the field with the Braves, lights a fire in their butt. And honestly, I feel like for a, for a strategy, sweep the Cardinals, grab them by the throat, and hopefully in Atlanta, maybe take two or three. Like I said, we can beat them. And other two thoughts I have is that mm-hmm. not on tonight's game, but last night's game, I'm sure you know about Topper's um, – uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of my words here – his comments about Acuna's um, home run celebration where he does, like, the flappy bird or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he says, like, oh, it's just whatever. Basically, it, our guys basically can just – I forget exactly how he said it, but people were mad about his comments. Yeah, I mean, his- I, I think, you know, it, and, and when you read a comment on, on Twitter, everyone I feel like always reads in such a like a harsh connotation. If you listen mm-hmm. to it, if you listen to the, the conversation with with Joe and uh, John this morning, it was more like, hey, this is the game. I, I, I love the game. Um, I'm more old school. You know, I, I'm more of the camp of act like you've been there before, but I totally understand it, and, and we got to get them out. Like, that's pretty much what he said. And, and to take out that quote and have it, like, try to get – I just – I didn't I didn't appreciate it. I take it out of context. Yeah. Well, it wasn't out of context. It was just like – it wasn't. He wasn't angry. Like I think if you read that quote, yeah. you're like, "Oh, he's angry at Acuna." He was just like, "Yeah, I'm. I'm more in the camp of you know, act like you've been there before." You know. And one more thing I want to say is like my two cents on Acuna. I think he's an absolute talent. Like it's kind of warranted. Like if I were him, I would do those celebrations all the time, like slapping the bird and having fun with my teammates. But something just rubs me the wrong way about him. Like in the All Star break and the All Star parade, he has like a um, a little necklace of himself. I'm like, hmm, that kind of rubs me the wrong way. And also like mocking the fans while celebrating. It's like, come on, like have some respect for your opponent, have some respect for yourself. And that's just my two cents on that. I don't know about you. Yeah, I got you, Tommy. I mean, he's just he's just so good. You know, he, he he's just so good. Um and. It's how he's, he's it's how he's always played. So you know what what am I gonna do about it? I I if I think if he was a Philly, he would be he beloved here, but he's not. He's a Brave. So everything he does kind of bothers us. Um, and that's just the nature of being a sports fan. But yeah, you know, the, I I thought the quote this morning was just it wasn't the nature of the conversation. It wasn't he wasn't angry. He was just saying like yeah, you know, but not how I like totally go about things. But you know. Kind of, uh, you know, it was, it was not meant in a, in a mean way. So whatever, that's what happens with Twitter is that everything just gets taken and and turned into everyone's mad about something all the time. But either way, uh, the Braves clinch on uh, the the Phil's field, which stinks. I I do hope that they use it as motivation. I hope that they have a little bit of, again, the Jonathan Gannon fire in their gut. And, uh, you know, maybe take the bus home, like like, like Jonathan Gannon was asking for. Um, but, yeah, I just I, – I, I, I hope they use this motivation. I hope that's not something that sat well with them. And and you have the off day tomorrow, then just go pick it up and go beat a bad St. Louis team in St. Louis and uh, take care of business. Take care of business. You got some bad pitchers on the mound this weekend. You have the pitching advantage in every single game, even the Taiwan Walker game. 
Go out there, do your job, extend this lead, and let's go. 215-592-9494 is how you get in and talk to Tom Kelly for the rest of the night. Uh, Buzz produced the uh, – Buzz Dan Wilson produced the final out tonight. Again, um, uh, I will not be on leading off Friday because I'll be uh, at Liberty. And if you are uh, in the area, we'd love to see you. Come watch some Phil's baseball, and hopefully it's a good win out in St. Louis. That's going to do it for me here on the final lot. Thanks to everyone that tuned in and, and hung out and called in. I appreciate that. As always, Tom Kelly will take you through the rest of the night here on WIP.